Hey, sweetheart. Hey, Fuka. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I was not going to get on here today. I was actually going to wait some days, some weeks later on down the line, you know, to get on here again and say something to you, but still communicate, you know, do prayer and supplications. But God, you know, his plan, you know, always prevail. And I thank God for just today was very productive. Let me tell you how it was so productive. I rested majority of the day. <laughs> it don't get no productive than that because my body, my mind, you know, every part of me needed that rest. A lot of times God, can, you know, can only do what he really wants to do and move so freely when we are sleeping because our minds are not working in the way, our emotions not working in the way, our bodies are still, but our spirit man is still alive and is very receptive even more when we're sleeping because the body is out of the way. But God wants us to take it up higher as we accelerate to allow that to also be when we are awoke. You know what I'm saying? We, we are awakened to receive also that much more when we are asleep. I just thank God for that. It's like every time, sweetheart, I'm on a new realm or a new level. And I'm telling you, you go on levels within minutes because there are no limits to the, the levels. And each level is there's a difference. And a lot of times it's how God gets me with minds is that there are no limitations to realm upon realm. And there are no limitations to how God wants to excel you realm upon realm. There are no limitations to excelling. There are no limitations to thinking how to excel. There, you understand? You can go all you can go all day with it because there are no limits even to what I'm saying. And I just thank God for that. So what I'm doing is just basically just sitting before God praying. I feel so much better today than yesterday. And that's supposed to, you know, be the plan. Each day gets greater, but I'm very well rested. I even got some exercise in. <laughs> I'm getting tired some of my pouch, you know, just making a necessary change. That's all, you know, not talking about it, be about it, you know, and that's exactly what I'm doing. I thank God for that. And I'm seeing my results. You know, I thank God for that because even though it's not even about losing weight or gaining weight or, you know, any of that, it's really about. What do you want to do? What do you want to change that you are able to change? What kind of habits you want to let go? What kind of habits you want to, you know, start doing, you know, positively? So I'm just adding some positive changes, you know, in my day because I'm not being physical as I used to be. And my body is screaming for that, that physical activity, that physical movement <laughs> because my metabolism is very fast. So, you know, when your heart is pumping, you know, and let your, you let your entire system know, you know, it's moving, it's functioning as it ought to. But when you're resting so much, then you go being lazy, then being tired and being sluggish. And I just thank God that I'm not that one. <laughs> you know, I don't know what it's like to be lazy. I don't know what it's like. It's, even when I'm laying around, oh, I got the grace. You understand? <laughs> yeah, but it's nothing like getting that physical activity in just a little bit more than usual. So I feel a lot better, well-rested, spiritually, mentally, emotionally. During this season, mental stability is very important because, you know, when a man think of it, his heart so exceeds. Emotional stability is also important because out of our heart are the issues of life. You understand, even just knowing that we have on our armor and, and our armor protects us. It really does. And even our, you know, armor, you know, 
even increases to become more and more mighty. I know because I see it. And sweetheart, it went from me only seeing in the demonic realms and angelic realms, you know, in my sleep to now I'm seeing it all the day long. God has brought me on a level where I'm seeing it all the day long. I can see what Satan is trying to do right now in different people's lives, even mine. I can see God will expose certain things to me to see, but I see them in two worlds at the same time operating in two ways. And Satan's world is just trying to attack the flesh. That's the only way he can relate to the flesh. And the spirit world, you know, supernaturally, you know, God relates to us through spirit and in truth. And you're already aware of that. So I just thank God for that. And then in between both worlds, here we are, here in the earth. But that's the warfare, us wrestling against flesh and blood between both worlds. But we have to know that the world that we originate from supersedes any anything else. You know what I'm saying? But I feel so good. I've been thinking about you all day. Yeah, and I've just been praying about you again. I um, felt, felt so thankful, and I still feel it will never change. But yesterday's episode... I was just like really pulling my heart out. It's like as soon as I walked into church yesterday, as soon as I walked in the congregation, God's presence hit me so heavy about being so grateful for you and just showing me what he actually done, you know, on my behalf and showing me even things that you probably wouldn't even want me to know that you've been through, you know, on your behalf because of what's on my, you know, on my end. But I'm just so grateful through it all, through it all, through it all. I'm not the woman to dwell there. I thank God that we're not no longer there and we're moving forward from there. But I still thank God and I thank God that I will never forget. I will always remember. These are very powerful words. Remembering, remembering and to be reminded to remember. I will never forget. I will never forget. How can I forget? How can I testify if I forget? How can God receive his glory if I forget? I'm no longer held accountable for what I remember. But I thank God that, you know, it's passed away. It's passed away. And I thank God so much for everything. Everything regarding, you know, just me having a clean slate, having a clean path set before me. I just thank God that he defends me. I thank God I'm not looking for him in situations to defend me. I thank God that I'm looking more, you know, ahead of me than what's on each side of me. And I thank God that I declare that whatever kind of obstacle that's set up regarding a neighbor, that it bow before me. Because I want them to have what God also has for them regarding any person. No matter who, what, when, where, and how. And in this season, we're going to hear a lot about the who, what, when, where, and how's. And wisdom is going to allow you to receive when it's, when it's to be, you know, brought up. The who and the what and the where and the how. It's going to hit you so heavy in your spirit. It's going to hit you. It's going to pierce your heart, your heart pierce your soul. Because it's very important. We say words every day like restoration. But really, what is restoration? Because we all being restored from something different. See, we look at restoration overall. Yes, we all have been restored back. But even in the midst of us being in a new covenant, being born in just this generation. I'm not even talking about after Christ got up during that day and time physically, scientifically. I'm talking about now. Now. Not even paraphrasing. Not even metaphorically speaking. I'm speaking about now. 
now what we are being restored from. We have to know that I'm not being restored from what my neighbor being restored from, but we have been restored overall due to us not having to walk in calamity or iniquity ever again. But it's times when we fall short. My neighbor restoration may be from, you know, physical abuse or, you know, imprisonment in the mind and minds being from walking away from what God has said to me and walking away from my purpose and walking away from his plan and doing things of my own and, you know, alcohol abuse, you know, I'm being restored in those specific areas. My restoration progress is not somebody else's beside me, but through it all, we are progressing. We, and we all progress in different ways. Sometimes God wants to speak overall, but a lot of times we throw out nuggets and people perceive them due to how we perceive. But the thing is, everybody created differently. Everybody is gifted differently to perceive how God wants us to. Because we all prepare differently. Can nobody pray like Christian to receive their own results? You got to pray how God has you to pray. Can nobody do what I can't do what somebody else is doing the way they're, they're doing it to receive my results. You understand? So we got to know that, you know, we've all been given the ability individually, even though God will use us to bless people corporately. And I mean that so seriously. I love spending time with God and just coming up higher and higher and higher spiritually. You know, living from a place of when God thought it became already when he thought the thought of creating without it even being spoken to exist. It already is that way just by bending his mind because God don't ever have to change his mind. Whatever he think, he say, he see regarding anything. And in this season, in a right time, we have to really not just watch what we say, but really sit down and watch what we say. God don't never use the word maybe. God don't say he's going to do something and don't do it. God is very sure of himself. And we've got to represent him. We know too much theology regarding what to do, how to do, because we keep declaring at any time we see, hear, and understand. So what are we seeing? What did I see out of this? What am I seeing out of this? What am I getting in my sight regardless? What am I getting in my ears regardless? What's in my ear gate for real though? Because I got to know this before I know this. In order for me to even demonstrate the show, I got to know it. How can I? How can I be made a fool of? Just because I don't smoke and drink and go to church, they don't mean that I'm living a life that God has for me. There's so much more in between that. It's knowing what's been afforded unto us. And it's not even about what we have done. But our behavior is based upon his behavior concerning us. His love, his joy, his peace, his characteristics. So a lot of mistakes that, you know, are being made that we can be a little bit more mindful when he say, I remember no more in the sense you're no longer held accountable. So don't go back there. Don't revisit what you've been forgiven for. Forget forgiven from. Excuse me. And that goes for all of us. A lot of times we want to put our personality with God's theology and, and a lot of times when we're giving out a message, you know, corporately, we, we can, God says, excuse me, I'm trying to say it. I can draw it better than saying it. <laughs> I'm very visual, but I put the phone down. And what God is saying to me, sweetheart, 
A lot of a lot of people in this season are confusing God's theology. Some of the things that God spoke, you know, in a sense of being a parable, you know, just speaking in ways that you can find the mystery of his message. And there are ways where God just speaking flat out to us. And a lot of times God is speaking flat out to us and we're trying to sound so educated or trying to pinpoint or trying to find a mystery and what he just already just flat out said. And we're trying to add to his theology. And we get and we begin to say things. See, there's a lot of mysteries in the word that's, you know, probably speaking. And we know what we see them, but you got to embrace wisdom. Wisdom allow us to know every time. I can't use my own ability naturally to try to find a mystery <laughs> and give a word about it spiritually. <laughs> That's me just telling you guys what to do and what not to do. <laughs> it brings us back to behavior based. You understand? Don't do this. You shouldn't do this. Don't focus on what's on the outside. Focus more with you know in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, in the scripture. You understand? We have to really come away with God and hear what he's saying to us individually. You understand? Seriously. Seriously. During this time, people are really hungry for better. And they're coming to people who know better. So they can do better. But we have to really be committed and consistent at just allowing Christ to be. I would never tell anybody what to eat, what not to eat. Where to go, where not to go, how to live. My life demonstrates that already for me. But I will release, as Paul did, and every other great, you know, disciple have done, for we are disciples of Christ, just going out spreading the good news. So we have to release good news, not my news, not what I think is best, not me trying to determine when Christ's coming back. But just being glad that he is. It's, it's a celebration, not no type of, you know, form of anger or sad or worried or in fear in the sense of, I don't know where I'm going to end up. I still want to live my life my way. I'm still being a little stubborn, but I do want to go to heaven. And it's not behavioral based. And that would take a lot of burdens off people back when they just say, when they just simply recognize and realize that God done all of this only because he so loved us. And many of us got people thinking that we got to do a hop, skip, and a jump. We don't have to do any physical anything because he already has worked it out. So stay in a place of rest. God in Christ given us so many opportunities to rest, so many testimonies to rest. Christ rested on the boat. He rested he rested. See, disciples were resting at the wrong time. They were resting when he said, get up and pray with me. I picked you 12 out for this encounter and you going to sleep. But when I was asleep, you were trying to wake me up. But I was trying to teach you a lesson. Rest. When it looked like you shouldn't rest, rest. When you don't know the answers to things, believe. That's the anyhow. That's the anyhow to any who regarding anywhere or anything. Do the opposite to the natural. 
And that is his super on your natural. Because you still have a spirit, soul, and body. So our spirit men have to all rule our flesh at all times. I'm not moved by no tricks, no this, no that. I'm moved by demonstration of God's love. And I have to go to God in prayer regarding that. That we don't be disappointed when we see people who know they shouldn't be saying what they say. And no witness in who to say it around when they do. Seriously. Lifestyle is a pure example of being Christ's life, of being ten, of being God's workmanship, as being God's ambassador. My entire lifestyle, it reveals, it exposes God's glory. It exposes God being my provider because everyone's seeing that it can only be God who's taking great care of you. It don't look right, but you always have. Come on. Come on. Come on. There's nothing wrong with anybody going to a doctor's appointment and check up on their physical body. We do have limbs that function as they ought to. But in the midst of that, be mindful of what you declare in the atmosphere. Cannot say I'm sick. Cannot go there thinking I'm going to be sick or they're going to tell me that I'm sick. You got to go there. I'm coming with a different report. I'm coming to get confirmation at this appointment. Because there's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with me. Demonstrate God in my marriage. For those who marry. Father, what can I do? I'm praying. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But let me seek you as to what you want me to do. And now let me think it's best for me to do. Regarding this person. What can I do? What can I say? We can't have people feeling like they're not capable of. We can't have people feel like it's okay for them to be where they are in that state of place. We can't have people to feel like, and I don't mean pick one them or, you know, keep going to them and keep plucking, plucking, plucking. But you got to go to God on their behalf. Can't just give up. Even when it comes to family members. And the thing about it is, the restoration comes so differently every time because everybody's been restored from something that they wasn't supposed to do. But because of God's grace, because of God's mercy, because of God's kindness, because of God's love, because of God's generosity, because of God's good everything, he positioned it back before us. You know, everybody is experiencing something being positioned back. Whether you're the cause of it or somebody else, you're still receiving restoration in all things. We have all missed an opportunity. We have all denied in some type of way. Even when we're watching what we're not supposed to watch, say what we're not supposed to say, you miss an opportunity to say what you want to say when you say what you're not to say. It's so amazing to declare the silver and gold I do have, but I get what, why Peter said, I don't. I have not. Because I want to take your focus off of 
wicked perish away. I have something that is everlasting. I don't have no words for your, your body. <laughs> I have words, no words for your flesh. I have words for your spirit. These words are everlasting. These words gonna set you free that you're gonna always have. You're not even gonna be, you're not even gonna be a beggar anymore. You're gonna, I mean, not to be a, a beggar or a borrower. You're gonna be a lender. Hallelujah. And lending don't just mean finances. And when God say, I will open up the windows, prove me, he don't just mean financially <laughs> regarding finances. He never said, I'll open up the window to pull you out a financial breakthrough. I'll open up the windows and pull you out a higher account or, you know, excel you in your checkers account or more stocks and more marketing things. No, I'll pull you out a blessing more than just that. There are no limitations. See, if I said just money, then I eliminate everything else. So I said just blessing. Blessing upon blessing. Prove me. Prove me. Prove me. Not just when you give. And the reason why we think about when he said over the windows about money so much, because we speak about it so much in a sense of giving out offering and tithes. But that's actually what he also talked about. But that's not every, you know, aspect of what he is actually saying. Yes, give me your 10%. Yes, give me your offering. Yes, give me you. Give me your time. Be available. Give me your heart. Give me your soul. Give me your body. If I have your body, your body can't talk to you. Because I already dealt with it. By having your spirit to rule your flesh at all times. Just trust in me, Sam God. I got this. I got this. I got this. You don't have to come to me asking me for things that's already inside of you for you to fulfill. If you know you're getting married, you don't have to ask me for a house. I know what happens when you do marry because I'm the creator of the marriage and ministry. Just thank me for it. That's how you receive through thanks, through praise. You've been given a job. You need you need more of what whatever how to get there. Think I'm not gonna have you to have whatever to get there when I'm giving you the promotion. Come on. Think I'm gonna put a refrigerator in your place and not fill it up. Think I'm gonna give you a place and not fulfill and take care of every part. Of you and everybody connected to you? If I give you an example of my word, you have to believe me. That's why I sent my son to say, so what do you believe? If I can feed the birds every day, they don't even think about or worry about what they're going to eat next. They're not searching around and looking for Water petals, they drink the dew off the leaves every morning because God produces that every morning. When not the leaves are dry, they get up and they give praise. If you just listen to the birds at like three or four in the morning, they are drinking and giving God thanks because they know he is their supplier. Because every living thing, <laughs> oh God, oh God. <laughs> no, I think I'm being, you know, I'm being heard. <laughs> People starting to come closer. <laughs> you know, not you know, not in a bad way. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> Maybe I should go outside with this message. <laughs> Stand right in the middle of, you know, the units that surrounding each other. <laughs> and maybe yet, you know, Spanish guy with a guitar can play while I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, there goes our, you know, word for the day. <laughs> I understand. I just thank God he put people in our path. We got to stop eliminating with, you know, limitations. I'm going to put a limit when, on, on a no limit. <laughs> we do it all the time. I'm running out of gas. That's a limit. <laughs> My child get on my nerves. That's a limit. <laughs> you understand? Even when it comes to relationships, I pray for this person to get better. They got to get better. No, my words got to be better than this. The ways of my feelings got to be better than this. I have words of wisdom without limitations. So wisdom, I'm going to sit and embrace you to tell me what to actually say and do to reach this person. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of times, it's not how we expect it to be. Expect it to be. Expectancy is very, very, very wondrous. Very, very. Because we expect God to show up, but he can show up however he wants to, and he does every time. I don't care if you think of him showing up a thousand times. He said, there are no limits. That means even as I get to the highest of the highest of the highest of the highest of my capacity of thinking, my natural mind can't even comprehend no limit. Because my natural everything, my body is telling me that the things that are limits. Talking about limitations. That's the war. If my flesh agreed with heaven's reality, it wouldn't be no warfare with <laughs> spirit and soul and body. But because my spirit man is in control, my body have to come alongside as I come alongside with him. No excuses, no exceptions for nobody. And in this season, God said that many of us are being very sarcastic. And God says sarcasm is like waste. It's disgusting. It's like poison in a belly. It's poisonous. Because it's being malicious. How are you going to be malicious kindly? Speak how you want to speak. Be bold enough to say what you want to say. Don't get on social media. Don't call nobody up or don't gossip about nobody and talk, you know, try to beat them down maliciously, sarcastically. Try to make it say it's a joke, but you really being rude. Cut it out. How are we going to accelerate being sarcastic? There's no maybe in our behavior. It's either good or bad, wrong or right. How dare I get in front of anybody and say what I mean just to one person? No, let me call you up and just talk about it. It's okay to express how you feel, but I'm never going to allow anyone any longer, and I made that as a declaration, sweetheart, that no one's going to ever leave my presence worse off than when they came. Even if I got to pull my heart out even more and even say, no, don't get off right now. This, not going, this conversation going sour, but guess what? It's about to make another turn. Let's make this better. And when you hear, and they hear, that it's got to be better, you want to be better. They don't want to be mad about it. And there are some people who just say, forget it, I want to be pissed off. But guess what? You got to overpower that with good. I don't want you to be pissed off. God got something in store for you. God is moving on your behalf. I don't want you, and I'm not going to have you to miss your blessing. So you got to change your attitude right now. Right now. And I asked my mother, sweetheart, 
I said, Mom, it just felt like you were so hard on me growing up. Man, you love us all the same, and you extended your love to us all. But it's like you were so hard on me. Why was you so hard on me? You was less merciful unto me and, you know, mistakes that I made and just me growing up, period. You wouldn't let me do what you let the others do. And what, what, why was that? But I still pushed past it. And, you know, I didn't let it bother me in a sense of thinking, you know, negative about you. It caused me to love you even more and not beg for your attention, but it just caused me to love you even more. But why was that? And she politely, honestly answered, because I put you on a pedestal. God will always allow our parents to know what to do for each child. But God said, Quinesha, he just kept saying, Quinesha. And when God mentioned a name so much, then you know it got to be more than what I know. I'm not just carrying this beautiful, intelligent little girl. It's more to her purpose. This is spiritual. I have to protect. I have to listen. I have to follow what God is telling me to do with every child. But God sometimes will single out a child. When it's time to, every child is special. Every child is called, but every child has a different calling. Some is for, you know, to go and travel. Some is for just to go to building to building. Some is for making powerful movements, changing history, changing laws of the land, nation upon nation. It's a different bring up from, you know, let me use two examples of, let's see, just any old random person and Martin Luther King. Those two, a person that's, you know, called to be a male man. And, you know, everybody is called to do something unto the glory of God. Traveling around, bringing people their mail, doing it on time, being polite. Everybody's called to do something. So a male man's upbringing and Martin Luther King upbringing, it got to be different. Even though the love is the same, the fruit is the same. But the instructions got to be different. We both go away. They both go away with God. But one got to really, really, you understand, receive the requirements of bringing forth great change around the whole world, making a movement, causing a movement. Mother the King was not the last great person who will ever make a movement. The generations has gotten greater. And my mom was pretty much explaining to me because I put you on a pedestal because you always help and you always have great words and you never need for anything and you never want it. You always come away with God. I just know it's something different about you and I know what your difference is. It's God. And I just thank God just for me just being honest and open about it. I got my answer. When God say you have not because you ask not, it's not just him. Anybody. You understand? We got to see God in everybody. The way how we love God, we have to love each other that way. I don't gossip negatively about God, so what should I do about my neighbor? I don't want to hear no gossip. I don't want to hear no disrespect. I don't want any of that. And sweetheart, when I was drinking wine, I, was, I didn't go, I didn't overdo it. But it's not something that I would do on a regular or, you know, every now and then. It's whenever it's a celebration. That's even if I choose to do it again. It's my choice. It's not something that I, you know, I would look forward to regularly. Nothing wrong with whoever do it around me. God never said we can't. 
You understand? When he made not to overindulge, people use only the word called, you know, revolving alcohol. That's not only what he's talking about. He's talking about in anything. Don't put a limit to everything else. He made a spirit of gluttony. He made all of that. Indulgence and in food and TV and being distracted and doing things that's contrary to what he want to do at that moment, opportune time. And I just thank God that, you know, it is what it is with me. I know Quenisha Janice Hill won't hide it. That's why I got a high drinking wine, then I'm not going to drink it. Now I'm not going to parade no glass in my hand or no bottle in my hand. But I know this. If I'm out somewhere and I'm celebrating and someone out of nowhere just want to capture the moment, it is what it is. Hallelujah. Why am I hiding? That means that I'm focused on man's approval. But it's all about your character being in order. Not going around and clowning around and doing all this and stumbling all over the place and going back to buy this bottle, that bottle. Now you're talking words you don't talk and doing things that's contrary to you want to go higher. And all of a sudden you battling flesh and blood. But then you realize, I don't want this. I'm trying to go all the way. But now the people that I'm hanging with that's doing these things that I like to do, it's actually not good for me. So let me go find somebody who's higher than where I am so I can get to there. Get to that point. It happens to us all the time. If I was to secretly smoke and I go find somebody who in ministry with me and found that they smoking, now we smoking together. And it's funny in the beginning, but we realize we're not going anywhere. And people that's not smoking going further than us, then I don't even want to hang with that person that much anymore. They're not being serious about their walk with God. So I walk away from them. And that set us up to fall and not prosper. So why do it? Why do it? Why do it? It's just not my thing. On a regular, it's not my thing. It has to really be a celebration. And you cannot overdo it. Cannot overdo it. Cannot have one too many glasses. Cannot be looked at as being in ministry and then looked at as getting out of your character. Now you put those songs that's, you know, got cursing in it. Now you can play music. There are great music in every form. Gospel, go-go, jazz, reggae, hip-hop. That's not, you know... Releasing nothing, you know, about sex, violence, drugs, and all those things. It's really good music. Really good music. I listen to gospel go-go all the time. All the time. I would never knock nobody for what they do. But me as an individual, I have to always step my game up higher than where it is. I got to. In order for me to go further than where I am. And you're coming alongside with me. Matter of fact, you are alongside with me, sweetheart. But how God have you to be? That's his way of doing it. That's showing me that God is very creative. I see a major difference from how he was even two months ago. You know, God have you to be more expressive creatively. I get every time you want to get something across to me. 
It was at one point you was just hearing, and I'm speaking to an audience, and then God took me from an audience to speak to you, then you and an audience, now it's all you. You've been talked about more to God to me. I feel you more, think about you more. I'm allowing God to move freely in me. And only he can move so freely in me if I calm down. And remain and rest. Excuse me, I'm walking my carpet, you know, got that noise. <laughs> and, you know, it's just, I'm just on here just giving you a quick, you know, hallelujah. Sometimes we got to really pray when we hear a message. And we have to really just open our hearts up to go to God regarding any message we hear, even on TV, anywhere. Because the thing is, like, when he should go out and win over, you know, 200 souls, in 10 minutes, it's not about the quantity. It's about the quality because what am I saying to these 200 souls? What kind of, you know, demonstration I'm releasing in the atmosphere? I could lead 200 people the wrong way. I could say something that has them feel worse off than where they are. I could have them thinking it's based upon behavior. You understand? So many people are spreading around a wrong message. You know, we got to just be humble before God and release the right one. By allowing him to be Christ-like. Hallelujah. And, you know, fires and raising the dead. I went to God about that. I said, Father, you know I believe. And you know that. You know I'm bold enough to do what you ask me to do. No matter where he at. I could be at a home board service and lay hands. <laughs> if he had me to do that. But I say, why don't you have me to do that? It has nothing to do with my believing. Nothing to do with my believing. God said, I do what I want when I want to. And you have to live as that being your reality. Period. Let me move however I want to. I may not have you to do that. Even though it may seem good to do, but it may not have me not have you to do that. It doesn't mean that you can't because it's not you who do it. All you got to do is use your faith. Your faith brought you to the altar to rededicate your life. That same faith can have you lay hands and see them recover. You know, bring it back the dead. But God, some of you look at it this way, Quenisha. You bring back the dead every day. Anybody who feel discouraged or who feel encouraged, you have woken them up. They have raised up. They have risen. Anytime you release in Christ and the resurrection power, and they went from one state to another state. You have raised him up. Do you not know what you're doing? I don't want you to look at my works in a negative sense. I want you to receive the power of it supernaturally, and that's what manifests here in this natural world you're currently living in. The key word, currently. So, sweetheart, while I'm on here, I'm about to fix me, you know, something to eat and continue on my workout. And you, um, God has given me 10 days, <laughs> 10 days, this day one, what date is this? See, when you at home, we lose count of the days. I mean, yeah, what day it is and all that. Okay, this is May 9th. So, you know, 10 days from here, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to be broadcasting my results. I don't do that. But, you know, you, you'll be able to tell if you see a picture or something. The, the, uh, you, you don't probably see now, but uh, don't tell me if you do. No, no, tell me if you do. No, when we get together, but you know what I'm saying? But you, it won't be there, trust me. <laughs> so I don't even know why I just say any of that. 
you know, disregarded all of that. But seriously, I got this women's conference. I mean, women's meeting tonight, you know, two hours, but I can be ready, you know, an hour and a half ahead of time. <laughs> so I can take my time, you know, soaking and all of that. I love to be an hour and a half early, you know, for anything, if I'm able to help it. But 10 days, this pouch going to be gone, sweetie. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited about that. Yes. <laughs> I'm serious about it, too. I'm, um, I'm just serious about it. <laughs> yeah. I just thank God for my family, how God is moving. The thing is, what God is doing in my family, it seems like it's worse off, but it's actually taking it to go through that progress for it to become better. You understand? So everybody is really like in their own huts, separated, don't want to be bothered as much, don't want to come around each other as much. It's like everybody used to come around at least for occasions and this and that. You know, still got part of this family, still do Jewism and all that stuff. But, you know, overall Christianity, but... It's just that, you know, still going off the Jewish laws, but now it's starting to break for the very first time in over 50 years. That's a 50-year cycle. Jesus. You understand? <laughs> a 50-year cycle being broken. And it's just like, my God, thank you, Father, for restoring my family. So how, what other cycles do we have in the bloodline that we actually, you know, receiving or, you know, not even aware that's actually happening to us? That's so why we got to stay in the presence of God and receive wisdom like never before. We have to make time for wisdom. Make time. Be, you know, committed. Be open, available for wisdom. Wisdom, what do you have me to do? What do you want me to know? What area do you want me to tap into that never been tapped into? What do you want me to discover? And release the same level of hunger to this man's end right here. And upon those who are connected to him, come against worry, come against fear, come against division, come against every form of evil and calamity that's against this man and his family. And I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your favor. I thank you that we're coming by your grace that opens up doors that no man can close. I come against any distractions. Storms are available, but they are not our reality. Storms are available, but they are not our reality. Mountains are available, but they are not our reality. Trouble on every side is around, but it's not our reality. I don't have to pay attention to it. I don't have to focus on it. Neither one of us do. None of us actually do. How can I be glad in it looking somewhere else? Thinking about something else that's contrary to what I'm thinking about. That's good. It's going to make my mood be unstable. So I release your family at the altar of God, on the throne of God, to receive all that God has for every single one of you individually. And a lot of times we're looking for, you know, everybody to come together and kumbaya and it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. That's not how your family may be restored. Because some people may still be stubborn due to restoration. Someone don't want, some don't want to admit that they need to receive the healing. Some may be prideful. But when one see how God does in that person's life, they all go and want the blessing. 
It's amazing how God chose you. I'm looking at your life. God chose you out of your bloodline to elevate you as he elevated David. And I know they was like, whoa. You went from this to this. <laughs> Powerful. And you don't have the attitude, look at me. And you don't have the attitude, this what you know, that's what you get from messing with me. And no, you're not getting nothing from me. And you should have done this to me. Now look at me now. No. Those words are, you know, wrestling against flesh and blood. We go against the evil one by allowing God's glory to be manifested. Hallelujah, sweetheart. I'm so happy for you, my love. Yes, you are being watched. God is really moving in your life and changing things. I'm telling you, God is going to move. He is moving. But far as you and I, once he get us to, you know, becoming, you know, how he want us to become, everything's going to start falling in place so suddenly. Blessing upon blessing upon blessing upon blessing. You're going to be like, what else can go right? Overflowing with goodness. Overflowing with God's power of his glory in and through your life. That's why I am smiling. <laughs> so much joy. Every day, I'm, you see my recordings, I'm always smiling. I'm always laughing. Always laughing. Always laughing. Always laughing. Because I have joy with no limitations. It does not mean that I'm not in the presence of God with a heavy heart. And I thank God that I'm not weak in the sense of his strength being made perfect. I don't run away. I don't walk away. I don't say forget it. I don't throw in the towel. I know I always win. Hallelujah. I had no idea that I was spiritually pregnant. My God, God just showed me a spiritual ultrasound of my stomach. And it's a lot of things inside. <laughs> I thought it was one. It's more than one. I didn't know it was any. <laughs> it's more than one thing I'm about to give birth to. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing about it is, I thank God in this season, the more I embrace wisdom, the more I'm aware that the moment when it's about to happen, just like a, a physical birth, a woman know when it's that time because them contractions, even though they got a thing called Braxton Hicks, it feel like it's that time, but it's not. But with God, you know when it's that time. The glory just come upon you so heavy. You got to sit down. You got to praise. You got to come on. You got to do something. When you ready to birth that thing out, and it's more than one thing I got to birth out, and I don't even know how, but I just know, you know, who responsible for it. Thank you, Father. I see the Blue Jay. I see the, I see the Blue Jay. <laughs> I want to see the Blue Jay with the rock. so amazing. <laughs> I want to see the Blue Jay with the Cardinal Father. Yes. And this time without me even thinking of another direction. Just knowing it's from you. Because the last time that happened, you know, I just thank God for deliverance. <laughs> you know, I was greatly deceived. <laughs> that was one of the miracles I asked of God. If this is the right man, then... Two of my favorite birds would be together at the same time in a location, and they both show up there instantly. And I was like, wow, God, this is you. Holy time, Satan approached God before I got there. How about you bring those birds there? Let's see if she believes you then. Let's see if she 
would walk in this deception or would she not? And the thing is, I did. But I thank God for the end result, yes. And he look at God's, you know, sense of humor. He showed me both birds together in the area of me walking in my tree identity. Because I am sober, I am watching. I've been rededicated, so I've been redeemed. I'm restored, and I'm aware of my deliverance. So I thank God for this encounter today. It's very beautiful. And God reminded me about when I asked him, if this is the man, show me. So I'm talking to you, and he's saying to me, I just showed you. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> now you show me that you are the man, sweetheart. <laughs> now it's me showing you. It's me. It's me. <laughs> it's me. Your Lord. Your Lord on your behalf. It's me that just brought this cardinal and this blue jay together while you're talking to the man who I have for you. It's me who's bringing this thing to pass. It's me. <laughs> Having you to walk in the manifestation. And sweetheart, I am too excited to allow anything to cause me not to be. At one point, I was thinking about all kind of people who probably wouldn't be happy for me. And I would be trying to hide my love and things with you. So people wouldn't feel some kind of way. I, devil is a liar. We got to know how to stay. We're supposed to be. That goes for any of us. I wish I would rob myself of God's boy because somebody looking somewhere else. No one will ever do that for anybody. And I, and I, it definitely won't be me. No. I'm not doing that. Because we shouldn't be doing what we're doing that we should not be doing. Goes for all of us. And I start with myself. Hallelujah. I'm going to enjoy whatever, however God. Now, I don't publicize everything. That's just not me. I'm a private person. You get that. But if God had me to, you know, go out with you some, you better believe I'm putting my stilettos on. Okay, hey, baby. Oh, God. But no, seriously, I'm, I'm playing around. Every time he had me give you a powerful message, you know, I winded down a little bit talking to you. Because he have you to hear all of me, you know. No pretending over here. You know, I'll be like this at home with you. You know, and I just thank God that in everything that God has us to do, I'm not even thinking about how God going to do anything. I just thank him for doing it, period. And whenever God have you to, you know, come around me more or, you know, do anything with me, we pray before we do anything. And I totally trust you, trust me, but we would definitely know due to wisdom, we move in decency and order. Excuse me. Yes, sweetheart. And it's just that I just thank God. He had to tell my son to be so loud. Please excuse that. But I um just pretty much just saying to you, you know, I don't like pushing stop and then go back because I'll be forgetting sometimes where I left off with you, especially if it's, you know, me talking for me. But I just thank God, like he had me, you know, always remember where I left off. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's that you get all of me and I totally trust you. You totally trust me. We would never move out of order. We would never put ourselves in situations that God does not receive any glory I already know that I would never go and do anything that God would not have me to do with you. I thank God if it's just be us around others until we get married, I'm okay with that. However God wanted to be, I don't need to be, I don't even want to be alone with you. Not say I don't trust myself, but I just feel as though, you know, I'd rather do things where people are around. You understand too, I can't have that moment to be alone with you when I am your wife. You know, I don't want to be somewhere just you and I, and I'm not your wife. I don't want to think no thoughts. I don't want to do because that's how my personality is. 
I'm going to look, I'm going to say, say not, you know, out loud, but I'm going to say in my head and I'm going to be thinking things because I know what is available unto me, spirit, soul, and body. It is all in one. And I don't want to come at you in my thoughts like that without you even knowing, because sometimes it can be written all over your face. And I mean, any of our face will be actually thinking. And God said, what a man think of in his heart, so is he. And God also stated that, excuse me, I feel like giving my son a hug. I think I was a little frustrated with him blowing his nose while I was recording. D Hold on, DJ, come here. God, thank you, Father, for letting me know that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. DJ, come here, buddy. Please forgive me, God. Yeah. When I'm recording, I'm like, you blowing your nose on recording? He don't know I'm recording. You know, I'm like, Dad, come on, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I felt myself getting a little frustrated while you blowing your nose. If you have to blow your nose, blow it, okay? okay. I just give me a hug. Even though I'm recording, I don't want to sound frustrated. You give me a real hug, buddy. All right. Love you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Sweetheart, it seems like ever since he's been taking this health class in school, he don't give me the hugs that my son usually would give me because I don't know what actual subject they teach him, but I know it's about the human body and how it functions for male and female. And it's like, now he don't even want to give me a tight hug. <laughs> he just give me a side hug like guys in Christ do. <laughs> yeah. I was like, give me a real hug. <laughs> he don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> my son don't want to hug his mother. No, <laughs> you don't want to give me that type of hug. I mean, give me a hug. I don't care about that. <laughs> but no, he's not like that. So I just make him feel comfortable. But I love you, sweetheart, so much. I thank God for you so much. You mean so much to me. Um, it's my time for now, okay? Let me go and um, add some chicken, chicken and shrimp egg rolls that, you know, I got. I'm about to eat that with some sweet and sour sauce and just, you know, relax. Yeah. So I'm still wanting that peach cobbler with that ice cream. Ice cream. I want some ice cream. Yeah, I want some ice cream. I worked out enough. I can have some ice cream. <laughs> but one thing about me, sweetheart, I can eat whatever I want to eat. Even though I still get my intake in. But, you know, it's just like we grew up. My mom is so big on health and nutrition and fitness. She's so big on those things. And it's like she had us grow up taking minerals and taking products and all these things and drinking ginger and chewing up ginger roots and ginseng and all that stuff from, you know, our childhood. So it's like it settled in. It had my body to grow up functioning that way to the point I don't even need those things. I get my all of my vitamins and minerals in the food that I do eat. That's why I make sure I eat the food that has the vitamins in it. But it's nothing like it's nothing wrong with having an extra. But some things a little too much of and cause your body to respond differently. But I thank God I never experienced, you know, constipation, never experienced being backed up on that. My system and my entire body is functioning as it ought to function all the time regarding every organ. And I thank God for that. I thank God for that. I truly thank God for that. I just thank God for it. You know, seriously, um, I love you. It's my time for now. Are you, talk are you talking about this? Are you talking about your bowels? That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I like imitating you <laughs> because I know you don't talk like talk things like that. No, you don't. You like, uh-uh, that's enough. That's enough. I don't want to see you. I don't want to think like that when I think about you. That's not. I want to think like that. That's not. <laughs> You're not like that. No. I know you, Dwight, but I but I really know the Oracle. That's who I know before the foundation. Because we always see the end down to the beginning. And God thought 
what he said and it came to pass regarding his handwriting. So your name and my name was already intertwined. God, excuse me, get it out. God's beloved and, you know, the oracle. But I'm here in the earth naturally getting to know when the time is right, you know, due to the manifestation of me receiving the white Martin. But all in one, you know, because you'll cover your anointing is has everything to do with the oracle, the name God has given you. And I'm enjoying encountering the white Martin here in the earth as it is in the kingdom. But I'm encountering you in this way for the first time because I have a body and my body resides here in the earth. But it must be led by the spirit that, you know, brings forth the kingdom while I'm here in the earth. So you understand how that transition takes place. So that's my transition with you. I know about the oracle. I know all about him. God's writing is concerning you and I into the beginning. And that's how I'm able to feel you, know you, you know, spiritually all the way. But still learn new things every day, of course, because God always, you know, doing a new thing. But then it goes, oh, God, I'm talking to you and Jesus standing right behind me. And that, that's not Jesus. Who is God? My God, I like to do this stuff when I'm not on here recording to you. <laughs> but they like, don't do that. Are you embarrassed? Are you embarrassed by us? <laughs> no, I'm not embarrassed by y'all. Don't do that after me. But, uh... <laughs> That's how the spiritual, I'm telling you, that's how heavenly hosts are, you know, like David and all them, they would do things while I'm recording you, because the thing is, I be trying to like, keep them off, like, oh, don't do that, wait till I get off, wait till I get off, that's why Jesus like to do things a lot, you know, when I'm, do, when I'm on here with you, so I can call him out on it, so I can not be, I'm not ashamed or anything like that, just that I'm fending them off, like, no, you know, get away right now, no, don't do this right now, y'all, guys, I'm recording to him, wait till I get off, but they, you know, playing around right now, and that's David behind me, not my son David, King David behind me, dressed looking like a pharaoh, <laughs> for real. <laughs> but um, I just thank you so much that I just said all that to you. Oh my God, I don't know how you're going to take this, but we all come from the kingdom, so you understand. But anyway, um, I just thank God that I'm, you know, God had me to encounter to get to know Dwight Martin. Yeah, and also enjoy on earth as just in the kingdom, you know, with the oracles. Did I say it right? The oracle? anointing. Yeah. I love you. I thank God for you. I'm fanning him off. I'm telling him to move back. <laughs> away. Talking to him. Yeah. They, they don't joke time. I love you, sweetie. Let me get back to my workout, okay? And put my food in the oven at the same time. Greater is he using us than he's in the mind. I mean, than he's in the world. <laughs> but I just thank God for me also. Not just exercising my faith, but exercising my my mind, my heart, you know, my soul and my spirit, you know. I thank God for you just being who you are to me. I love you so much. I'm excited for when me and DJ, you know, be around you, DJ. <laughs> yeah. And even more excited to create a baby DJ. <laughs> yeah, a baby buka. Yeah. <laughs> I love you in God's timing. Yeah. Greater is see who's in us than he's in the world. Mm, I love you. <laughs> yeah. Talk to you soon.